0: Here are your hosts of Cornerstone Radio, Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse on K Praise.
1: Good evening and welcome to Cornerstone Radio. I'm Pastor John Simon along with Pastor Ed Brody and Blaine Nurse from Cornerstone Transitional Housing. If this is your first time you ever joined us at Cornerstone Radio, our mission is to break the cycle of homelessness and to help men and women. Folks, we love to have you here with us tonight. Thank you for showing up and being here with us. We have a wonderful message tonight. The message is going to be called God's Wonderful Grace. And I'm so forward to listening to see what Ed and, and Pastor Ed brought to, um, and Blaine brought up to the table tonight on their scripture. So, hey guys, welcome to the show. Hey, good to be here. Yep. Oh, good. Hey, guys, we always start off our show by telling the audience, uh, I mean, he's sharing anything that happened in, in, um, last week with the homeless out there. Anybody got anything to share that they brought up?
2: You know, I just always want to uh, just reinforce the those that come out every week, not only the homeless, but all those that are serving. You know, again, we get to be on this radio show, but those servants, man, and the woman that brought the uh, food, it, it is so appreciated. And it seems like not only our sponsors, but our family and friends are rounding up behind us with Bibles, with 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 um, clothing, and uh, you know we're able to bless a lot of folks out there.
1: Oh, we are, and that is so grateful. I'm glad you talked about the. Um the lady who brings the food out Andrea mm-hmm. she is such a godsend she's been doing it for years now the folks just love her meals she just has that knack of knowing what they want and boy they come back and they get doubles triples and they're just very happy people mm-hmm. ed you look like you have something you want to say
3: yeah i was her. just going to say uh in, in this cold weather she's been sending out uh, soup mm-hmm. different soups bean soups and i don't know everybody's got different names for it to me it's all soup and it's all good mm-hmm. she, so has she had she had to go somewhere this time and sent sandwiches yeah, <laughs> so she did. didn't have to didn't have time to make the soup so you, she made sandwiches you know but. it's
1: funny like that because they they all love that she got all these changes folks and so it's always something new <laughs> out there she has her casseroles that she sends mm-hmm. out her pasta there's all different types but she seems to know every time what they want because they never complain oh the same thing again you know no, it's never like that so but yeah you know we had it was an interesting week we had a gentleman came up and matter of fact mm-hmm. i sent him over to you he wanted to know about god and he wanted to know about scripture and he says hey i need some counseling can you be able to counsel me so i was busy working with a couple of people and i looked over and i said yes i do i know a gentleman <laughs> who wants to work with you and that i gave him over to you ed so hopefully this man will his hunger seemed like he really hungered for the Word.
3: Yeah, he, he's, uh, he's seeking. <clears throat> he had, there was three interesting things that he come up with. One is uh, his language was a little bit rough. In fact, it was very rough. And I talked to him about his, his language, and he said, Well, that's me. That's who I am. I said, Well, you need to be who God wants you to be. <laughs> and he didn't quite understand. Well, as we talked, it was interesting because he believes in God. He prays to God, he seeks God, but he doesn't believe the Bible. He believes the Bible is written by man. So my first thing that I'm going to have to do when I sit down and meet with him is show him the truth of the Bible mm-hmm. and why he needs to be reading it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I gave him uh, in our conversation. I handed him my Bible and I said, "Read uh, John chapter one, verse one," mm-hmm. and it blew him away. You know, In the beginning was the Word, the Word's with God, the Word was God. And it blew him away, and he kept trying. You guys had gone on to the other part. Yeah, it's time to go. I remember that. I've got the food. (laughs) I'm trying to get over there. And I finally had to just reach over and take the Bible out of his hand. I said, I've got to get going. But once he got in and started reading it, he got really interested. So I I want to sit down and just really spend some time with him in the Bible so he understands the Word. Um, The other thing I had was a list for him of... Why you don't use curse language, and uh, why you're not supposed to be who you are, who you want to be? You're supposed to be who God wants you to be. Uh-huh. So those will be the next things I talk to him about. But we got to get him into understanding the Bible is the Word of God, mm-hmm. written by God. I always tell. He says, "Well, it was written by man." I said, "No, it was transcribed by man." Yeah, it was written by God, That's right? But it Inspired. was transcribed by man. Yeah, <clears throat> and. Uh, so i got to get him into that but interesting he's really he really believes in god he really seeks god so it's going to be an interesting counseling session
1: you know we're going to have to do a little follow-up on that to see how that goes i'm really interested yeah. you know blaine did you have anything that struck you <clears throat> out there
2: i did you know i just uh, as always i want to agree with you men and uh with pastor ed over there you know our group you guys are very hungry for the word you asked mm-hmm. for uh, another uh, study bible And we've got other larger print Bibles coming. Uh, Our group is learning that there is this walk, there is this relationship they can have through Jesus. But as you just said, Pastor Ed, it is the Word, the Word, the Word. And so we are there to be the hands and feet and, uh, you know, share that food and that clothing, give the the least of them uh, uh, even a cup of water. But they're hungry. We may need another baptism coming up.
1: You're absolutely right. Well, they they say
3: they're hungry. We feed them the food. But we also feed them the word. Hungry for the word. And, and that's, that's right. They're hungry
1: for and that's the, the word. most important thing there, folks. You amen. know, it's giving the word. They were really, when we were, um, we say scripture out there, and we also give them a little, uh, little bit of God. Well, we give them a lot of God's word. But anyway, they were really hungry. They were circled up. They really was listening to the word, and mm-hmm. there was a lot of amen. So, God, I, I love God. Tonight, folks, uh, tonight's word, tonight is God's Wonderful Grace. That's the title of the show. I think you're going to really find this interesting. I'll go ahead and open up with the scripture here. This is what I um, the scripture I got was in Acts 20, verse 32. And now I entrust to you, God, and the message of his grace that is able to build you up and give you a inheritance with all those he has set apart for himself. I love it. God's wonderful grace is so wonderful. I I love that title. God put that on my heart, and I figured, man, he he is just wonderful. He's just a merciful, gracious God, Mm -hmm. and all he is is just wants that relationship with you. No matter where you've been, what you have been through, or what you have done, his arms are always open. His Mm -hmm. grace is wonderful. And that made me want to write this down. I wrote down, God's grace gives us power, endurance, freedom, and hope. And it is God's gift to those who love him. That's all it is. It's just coming to him, asking him, God, I seek you, I want you, I want to know you. God is there to give you abundance of all his love. And that's what gave me on this scripture here. I wrote down, God is full of grace. And I based that off of Exodus 34.6. And in 34, six, it says this. The Lord passed in front of Moses, calling out, Yahweh, the Lord, the God of compassion and mercy. I am slowed to anger and filled with unfailing love and faithfulness. And I love that. It's God's way of saying, hey, this is who I am. This is what I want to give to you. I want to lavish you with love. I want to give you what is best for you. And, you know, God is a loving and merciful God that he's not going to interfere with us. He's going to let us walk down that path and and see where you're seeking and i i love that because god is not going to push his will on me but you know i want the will of what god is because i know what he has is better for me that's what led me into my next verse which was in psalms 84:11. i wrote this down god is a um, grace is a good gift from the lord and like i said i based that off of 84 in psalms 84:11, and this is what it says for the lord god is our son and our seal, a shield He gives us grace and glory. The Lord will withhold no good thing from those who do what is right. Again, this is God's word, not my word. Mm -hmm. And I'm showing you folks that what he will do for you if you give him all of your all. Just say, God, here you are. You're in control fill me full that wonderful grace and that led me over until acts and this is what i wrote down here it says god's grace gives us power to obey him and i based that out of acts 6 8 and this is what it says everybody this is a man Remember Stephen. he was a man yeah Stephen. he was a great guy says a man full of god's grace and power performing amazing miracles and signs among the people And so what God gave him was so much grace that he gave him power to perform miracles and signs. So same thing with us, folks. If you're going through some stuff or things are happening in your life, ask God to be a part of that. Give it to the Lord, and let's see what God can do for you. I, that's, uh, that is just one of his powers that he can do. He has so many powers, but um, I'll go ahead and next one. I wrote down, God's grace frees us from sins. And I based that out of <clears throat> Romans 6.14. I know I'm going kind of quick here, folks, but I want to give Ed and Blaine some time. I wrote, And 6.14, it says this, sin is no longer your master, for you no longer live under the requirements of the law. Instead, you live freely in the freedom of God's grace. Mm. Another one that I think I'm so happy with is that if it was works, folks, I wouldn't be able to do it. There's just no way I mess up all the time. But God's wonderful grace gives us that love, and he's there for us. So remember, there is no sin that can hold you down. And then the next one I wrote, God's grace makes salvation possible. And I got that out of Ephesians one. Chapter one, verses seven through eight, and it says here, "He is so rich in kindness and grace that He purchased our freedom with the blood of His Son and forgave um, forgave our sins. He has showered us His showered His kindness on us, along with all wisdom and understanding." Again, folks, this is not my words, but God's word. He has purchased us our freedom. Sin is no longer our master. We've seen that in the last two verses and he showered his kindness on us and with all wisdom and understanding if you need that wisdom which i need wisdom and knowledge all the time and grace i ask of him and he freely gives and this is the last one this would be under um first 1 peter one thirteen. 13 i wrote down god's grace gives us hope and there ain't no better hope than having god and that's in first uh, 1 peter 1 13 so think clearly and exercise self-control Looking forward to the gracious salvation that will come to you with, with, when Jesus Christ is revealed to the world. Folks, he is wonderful. He is grace is very wonderful, and he's full of grace and mercy. Guys, that's what God put on my heart, and I'm going to turn it over to you so that you, I can see what you guys say.
3: Okay, well, I'll go next. Um, it's hard for me to talk about grace without talking about mercy because they go mm. hand in hand. You know, God said, if you're not for me, you're against me. So there's no in-between. If you have mercy, which is which is God's uh, saving you from what you deserve, which is hell, um, there's no limbo. If he saves you from hell, then he's got to put you somewhere else, and that's where God's grace comes in with heaven. So they work together. So as I go through this, <clears throat> I'm going to be in Romans chapter 5, and as I go through this, just, just keep in mind it's like, uh, like light and dark. Um, let, let, me, let me back. It, it, it's like uh, they work together hand in hand. Um, in verse 15, Romans 5 verse 15 says, There is a great difference between Adam's sin and God's gracious gift. For the sin of one man, Adam, brought death to many, but even greater is God's wonderful grace. Now, the next part of this is forgiveness, but I'm going to put mercy in there. It says, uh, But even greater is God's wonderful grace and his gift of mercy to many through the, this other man, uh, Jesus Christ. And the results of God's glorious gift is very different from the results of the one man sin. For Adam's sin brought condemnation, but God's free gift leads to our being made right with God or giving us grace even more, though we are guilty of many sins. So in <clears throat> here he's talking about he saves you from uh, from hell, but at the same time he's, he's uh, opening the door to heaven. <clears throat> Excuse me. There, there's no middle ground, you know. We tell people, "Where are you going to go when you die? Mm-hmm. Heaven or hell?" And that's that's what he says with mercy and grace. Uh, mercy is taking saving you from hell, giving you something, or taking you saving you from something that you deserve to give you grace, which is giving you something you don't deserve. And so, like I say, when it, when I talk about grace and mercy, or grace, uh, mercy and grace. <clears throat> To me, they go together. Uh, I was going to look at uh, uh, verse 21, the results of all of this. So just as sin ruled over all people and brought them to death, now God's wonderful grace rules instead, giving us right standing with God and resulting in eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Mm-hmm. So as he, as he gives us mercy uh, and saves us from hell, as he's doing that, he's also giving us grace, which is eternal life in, in heaven. So God's grace is, uh, is the gift we get from God. And, and like I say, I think you have to look at mercy as a gift as well. Uh, Christ died on the cross to save us and opened the door to heaven. So there's no in-between. You either get heaven or hell. And if you accept God's mercy that automatically opens the door into eternity with Christ or God's grace.
2: Well, you know what, Tom, is, is, uh, you know, I hear the message, and the message is from God, and the message is God's word. By one man's decision came death, came uh, judgment. And, you know, that's a very tough message, Ed, but there's nothing more true about it. And, you know, our audience and us, a lot of people don't talk about that place called hell. It was made for Satan and his followers, but those who do not have Jesus, the free gift of salvation by grace, they can spend eternity with our Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah. So, yes. you know, the, the message is the good news is good news because there's some bad news out there. And so thank you for sharing that with our audience. I hope that you receive that that we are saved by God's grace. And I'm going to go over that right now. Was there anything you guys want to add before you, you, that?
1: You know, and that's the thing about the message tonight. I want people to see it's not about our works. It's not about you have to be right to come to God. God sure. is always there with his grace and his mercy for your love, his love for you. And so I don't know who this might be attained to out there in the audience. Maybe you're hung up because you don't think, God, you've done so much bad that God doesn't want nothing to do with you. And the devil just loves to put that on people's hearts and their minds, thinking, hey, you can't go to God. Look at all you've done. That's not the way God is. And I'm hoping that someone, and this is a great sharing scripture tonight, I'm hoping that they'll see God's word and know that god is there for him. and
2: this is where where i take off we could never you guys again they could hear me smiling through the radio here so this is where it sent me which is in the book of ephesians and there's an it's ephesians chapter 2 verse 4 and it's one of those but gods and this is what it is but god who is rich in mercy because of his great love in which he loved us even when we were dead in our trespasses he made us alive together with Christ, by grace you have been saved. So this is beautiful, praise God for his word. And then it says, uh, verse 6, and raised us up together <clears throat> and made us sit together in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, that in the age to come he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his King, in his king- kindness towards us in Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. And here it is, you guys, here it is, uh, verse 8. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, for God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. So, you know what? I don't, you guys, I I think the whole world just wants to say, you know, we got to work, we got to work, we got to do good, we got to do good, we got to change. And it's. Our message to each other and to our families and the ones that we see is you, you receive Jesus today. Today is the day of salvation. We are saved by grace. We're not saved by those good works. You know, guys, and, and maybe we should build on this on another uh, show, but... I think a lot of people feel they need to clean up their act. Mm-hmm. I feel people feel that if they go into a church, they're going to be struck by lightning. <laughs> Isn't that the funny thing? My dad thought that. But there's no greater lie. He loves us like crazy. We're saved by grace. We are His workmanship. So, you know, I, I, you know, we're all very passionate about this message, um, God's wonderful grace. But we need to just share with you that we are saved by grace. And when when people say the, the prayer, when they invite Jesus Christ into their life, the Spirit of the living God dwells within us, convicts us, and starts changing us one day at a time. And sometimes, well, every time. It'll take a lifetime, won't well, it, guys? Yeah. It'll take a lifetime. He's working on us. Don't let your sin keep you from saying, Jesus, come into my life. Be my Lord and Savior, apologizing to Him for, I'm sorry for your sin, but thanking Him for paying for that sin. And then the Bible tells us that if we confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and we believe in our heart, God raised Him from the grave, we're going to be saved. You know, today I get to go visit somebody in ICU. I, I, my question is this Are you saved? Amen. People don't know that. They'll say, What do you mean? And then we give them the gospel written by the Holy Spirit, the truth of the gospel, not my words, not your words. And so, of course, I'm praying for that person now. But, folks, we all need to hear the message. We're saved by grace. What a powerful uh, message it is. And uh, if, if I've got a short moment, I've got one more scripture that I'd like to share, and we can bounce things around again. But I'm looking at 1 Timothy 1.14, and it says, And the grace of our Lord was exceedingly abundant with faith and love, which are in Christ Jesus, you know. There is no greater love than that one who laid his life down for us, and that was Jesus Christ. And um, this message, you guys, we could do this message every day for the next year. That because um, the whole Bible is full of grace, and um, and I, I know someone out there needed to hear that.
1: Amen. And you know that's the thing about it is, is that you know what when you are when you give your life when you give your life over to God and God and and you're starting to walk with God god knows that we're going to stumble and fumble and fall down and the bible talks about that it tells us that hey even though you fall a righteous man falls what seven times he gets right back up and does himself off so don't think that you know i I can't walk this way and it's not the law it's god's wonderful grace Mm -hmm. he knows we're going to mess up and he knows we're going to fall Give it to him. So I like I said, I don't know who this message is for, but you know we're gonna say the sinner's prayer at the yeah. end, towards the end. And Ed, I know you're bouncing over there, so yeah. go ahead. <laughs> yeah
3: <laughs> I'm always bouncing. Uh, no, I was I was gonna follow up with Blaine a little bit about there's nothing you can do to get salvation. There's nothing you can do. There's only one way, and what the scripture says those who seek me will find me. Mm-hmm. All you gotta do is ask Jesus, uh, I'm in trouble help me yep. and he's going to he's going to find somebody to sh- to share Christ with or or get you into a position where you can maybe do a plan of or, uh, the plan of salvation and and uh, receive him but just like you say I don't care how filthy you are uh, he takes you just as you come in the door I think of the prodigal son mm-hmm. who Took care of pigs. It was, I mean, he rolled in the mud and all the slime and the you know this stuff that was on him. He didn't it doesn't say he cleaned himself up. It says he comes seeking the father. That's right. The father went out and met him coming down the road. What a what a great story. Uh filthy, stinking, lousy, and his father goes after him when he sees him coming to seek him and that's what our father does amen and amen. you know what
1: let's go ahead um god's put on my heart i us go ahead and say the sinner's prayer you know um go ahead blaine okay. um why don't you go ahead and lead someone in someone out there might want to this is your time god's touching your heart just say this um prayer for, with blaine and um god is there go.
2: And you know what, you guys, That this is beautiful. It led right into the scripture that my finger is on out of Romans uh, 3.23. It says, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Don't think it's just you folks. Being justified freely by His grace through the re- redemption that is in Christ Jesus. We are saved through Christ Jesus. So, yeah, if, if somebody out there, if you don't know that you are saved, if you want to be forgiven of all the guilt and the shame of your past, your present, and your future... You want to invite Jesus into your life, and you want to be forgiven. You want to be just a new creation. Well, here we go, okay? It's, it's out of your heart, it's, it's, but to confess it with your mouth is just a beautiful thing. So if this is in your heart tonight, repeat after me. Say, Dear Jesus, forgive me of my sin. I do want to thank you for paying for my sin on the cross. I am sorry for my sin. I choose this day to follow you, Jesus Christ. So I'm asking you to come into my life, come into my heart, and be my Lord and my Savior from this day forward. I turn from my sins. I'm going to follow you. Come into my life. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your love. And then all we got to do is just say, in Jesus' name, amen. amen. He's, he's coming in.
3: Can I add Praise something God. to that? You sure I'd can. like to give you my phone number if you accepted Christ today. I would love to hear from you and pray for you and and help you get started in your new life with Christ. Mm-hmm. My telephone number, and I'm going to repeat it, so if you don't get it, run, get a pen, 619-252-0060. Call me. I'd love to pray for you. Again, it's 619-252-0060. Easy to remember.
2: And you know what, folks? Praise God if you did, but we want to give you a Bible. This ministry, we will get it to you. We'll deliver it. We'll probably hand deliver it if you're close. Um, But we want to give you that living word of God.
1: Amen. What a night, folks. I hope that God's touched you with his wonderful grace. I pray that God will lead you into new and spectacular new life folks we'd like to um, go ahead and close tonight we want to give a shout out to javier at sombreros for him and his family helping us out to serve the homeless we also like to give a shout out to anna and um kim over there at goodwill they help us with the clothing and we want to give a shout out to skyline hey jeremy and tim over there jeremy we appreciate you all your help that you help us to do that with the homeless and Stephen foresight Delcombe and westland church hey steve thank you for the help Folks, I hope this message has touched you tonight. It sure touched me. I'm just so glad that the guys brought, came with their hey game and brought the scripture. And I just pray that God will bless you throughout the week and throughout the year. May God love you and bless you.
0: Thank you for joining us on Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse, where they encourage you to think big and act bigger. Join us again next week at this same time as we work together to break the cycle of homelessness, restore hope, and help men and women regain control of their lives. Your generosity, philanthropy, and charitable contributions are always welcome and remarkably make a positive impact on the lives of those in need every day. Take part in making a difference by visiting cornerstonetransitionalhousing.org. That's cornerstonetransitionalhousing.org. This has been Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse on KPraise.